Hey, we're back for episode three, Cheeseheads and Arrowheads. I'm Devin Morton, joined as always by my co-host and unfortunate Packer lover, Logan Overmuller. Yeah, I'm still here. Well, buddy, we did it. We went to the game. We watched the uh, Chiefs beat the Packers in the preseason yet again. I think that's uh, three or four preseason games against you in a row now. About as important as the Ravens streak, I suppose. Oh, it's getting up there, you know pretty magical numbers yeah (laughs) whatever so uh we saw some good things uh my first comment on going to the game was the amount of not only just Packers fans there but the amount of the crowd that filled in for a preseason game in itself was pretty amazing yeah we both agreed that that was probably the most crowded preseason game we've been to I don't know that I've seen that many people at a preseason game I like to see it though especially with as much as I hate to say it, there was a lot of green there, so it was good to see that the Packers were representing on the road in the preseason too. We travel well. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Well, what uh, Packers things did you gather from our game experience other than Jordan Love failing to do anything in Kansas City yet again? Yeah, Jordan Love fell on his face in uh, preseason finale in Kansas City, which was very disappointing after... He did so well in week two. Yeah, I would have liked to see some more of Romeo on there. Him moved in. Him Even if he could have played a little bit longer, I think he would have got a better chance. But he didn't. I know Jordan Love missed him on a couple throws. What do you do? We got regular season coming soon. Um, also got uh, one of the crowd favorites, David Bad Teriyaki, is back. Finally, after almost two years. Will he actually start the season, though? Undecided so far, but mm. to see him back on the practice field finally, it's nice to see. Um, uh, I'm hopeful for you guys that you get him back to start the season. Yeah, that would be great. Um, we also got uh, a little bit of Sammy Watkins comment to talk about. We'll go further in depth into that later. and just kind of want to touch on... The talent of our running back room in Kansas City, in your world, what, what's going on? Uh, we watched the, the Matt Bushman show on Thursday. That was impressive. It's Matt Bushman's world. We're all just living in it. Unfortunately, For just a short time. Unfortunately, he had to go and break his collarbone in the game. Probably going to be out six to eight weeks. Something about 89s and clavicle problems, isn't there, Devin? Yeah, it's not a fun time, I can tell you that. But yeah, it was good to see a new face in the tight end room going out there, catching a couple big touchdowns, making plays. You love to see it. Uh, You also had at the uh, very start of the game, Chiefs first drive, 15 comes out onto the field and uh, has them line up in the choir huddle for the tribute to Lynn Dawson. Pretty neat to see. And of course, you know, as they should, Green Bay declined the delay of game penalty because they just went out there for show. There was no play that was going to happen from that. Absolutely. But uh, that was that was neat to see. We obviously want to give our uh, condolences to the Dawson family. He did a lot in the KC area and obviously brought us our first Super Bowl. So Iconic uh, moments in Super Bowl one. For sure. Another thing that I had from the game on Thursday was didn't get to see much of him but Isaiah Pacheco running strong yet again 
I have a strong belief that he's going to be a starter in the Chiefs offense sometime within the first four weeks of the season. Yeah, he could definitely be there. I mean, he got a lot of work, and, you know, sometimes when you see that in the preseason, it's not really a good thing. You see them getting some good running time in and stuff like that, someone you're excited to see, but I think for him it's more of just a let's really see what this guy's got because he was a late-round pick, seventh-round, is that right? Seventh-round pick. He was and a seventh-round pick. and He's going to end up beating at least Ronald Jones out for a roster spot. It looks like uh, most of the running that Ronald Jones did on Thursday was just to put himself on tape to try to get picked up by another team. We'll see if he does or not. Um, let's see. One of the other things that I was a little bit excited to see, you know, uh, the Packers quarterbacks seem to pick on one of our guys, Joshua Williams, who was also a, a draft pick this year. He had a couple plays where he got burnt, but uh, I think mostly he got good, some good reps in there too. He learned more about the game that he's supposed to be playing. And if I'm not mistaken, it was him that laid the hit stick down on your returner as well. Yeah, that definitely could be. <laughs> <laughs> definitely could be. And that's that. Was that your segue back to me? Yeah, I thought that was... Okay. you'd just kind of run from no, there because I didn't have anything. All right. And then uh, some NFL topics that we will touch on. Tom Brady is back. I know you're excited for that. Oh, what can, good uh, Chiefs dip fan into isn't. fantasy a little bit. We had a draft last night. Um, Shaq Griffin, retirement. Unfortunate. Shit's getting out of hand. I guess you could say that. <laughs> uh a little bit on some injuries, got some more uh, scandal-type things in the news. And of course, as always, Tyreek Hill shit-talking the Chiefs. That's not nothing new anymore. Oh no, but we'll still get into it. So, we'll kind of dive into Green Bay here a little bit. We didn't get to, this is a little bit of a gap in between our last episode of recording and... Uh, I wanted to talk about, after game two of the Packers preseason, Danny Etling. He showed out. Jordan Love had a good game, but Etling was the star after his 80-something yard touchdown run out of nowhere. Well, Aaron Rodgers is interviewing on TV, talking about how well of a scrambler he is. So that was kind of nice to see. Um, Go back to Jordan Love. That was... uh, very disappointing showing at Arrowhead uh, Thursday. A lot of frustrating. Yeah, through a blind pick. I mean, that was just terrible. I know it was kind of a toss-up at the end of the half, but still there was lots better options. There was better options that he could have hit all day. He just took too much time with the ball. Bad decision-making. and just He wasn't. He plays too soft. He he doesn't have the confidence in his head. I don't know what he needs to get that confidence there. I mean, I thought maybe last week after a good showing out it was going to come, but that is apparent it was not. Um, a running back room. Do you think there's a better running back room in the NFL than Green Bay with Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon? You there's know, better runners, but as a whole. I, I don't know that there is. Uh, like you said, there's better runners. You've got Derrick Henry, obviously, 
out in Tennessee. Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor, run CMC. And honestly, if there is anybody that can give you a run for your money in the running back room, it is going to be the Colts. They do have Naheem Hines sitting behind Jonathan Taylor. He's also a strong runner. But, yeah, you guys definitely have one of the best running back rooms in the league. I'd give you that for sure. It's nice to have. Green Bay is always known for its passing game. Brett Favre, not always, but in recent memory. Brett Favre, Rodgers, kind of just relied on that. We got lucky with Eddie Lacy for a couple of years, but he ate a few too many cheeseburgers. Cheeseburger Eddie. It happens. But, uh, no, it looks really good. Aaron Jones is hes an elite pass catcher. He very shifty, can get through smallest I can't say it. <laughs> I was going to say the smallest holes, and I couldn't no, say that. No, say it, because I could crack a jump on that shit. I mean, I, I, he does. He finds his way through them. And then, on the other hand, you got A.J. Dillon, who is a very large running back. He's almost the size of Derrick Henry. He's just a little bit shorter, weighs the same. I mean, his legs are tree trunks. He's a downhill runner. Absolutely. Um, as we talked about at the beginning a little bit, David Bakhtiari returning to practice. He's looking good. He hasn't had any setbacks yet since returning, so that's super nice to see. Multiple All-Pro. He's got to be in there protecting that blind side. Elton Jenkins, he's looking like he should be able to be back. Tunyon, he should be back by week one. Just nice. We're getting all these injured players back. I didn't expect for a little while yet, at least with Tunyon and Elton, since they were last season ACL injuries. I figured it'd take a little bit longer, but it's nice to see all three of them back. Now, Sammy Watkins. Oh, boy. He has played with both of our quarterbacks now. And he says, while Patrick Mahomes is a great quarterback, Aaron Rodgers is on a whole other level. Yeah, he's on uh, DMT, if I'm not mistaken. What's wrong with that? Well, that's a whole other level for sure. I mean, he's won back-to-back MVPs since Mahomes has been in the league. Hey, I tell you what's cool, though. How many Super Bowls has your man been to? Once. Oh, same number, though, right? He's undefeated, though, in the Super Bowl. He hasn't lost when when he gets there. Mine's been to two. Got you beat. We figured out how not to choke all of the championship games away. Just two of them. There's still plenty of time, though. And that's... We can go on and on. I mean, I can for days about... <laughs> it, it. Rogers is not to blame for all of that. Not by a long shot. Rogers isn't to blame. But I think it's uh, kind of funny. You know, Sammy Watkins seems to be on the Tyree Kill train of... Uh, I'm going to do anything and everything I can to slander my previous team, my previous quarterback. Tua, or Tyreek goes down to Miami and he praises Tua on his accuracy and how well he throws the ball and he's never seen a ball so pretty. And that's honestly, couldn't it couldn't be further from the truth. If you watch football, you know Tua's not accurate. Mahomes throws better with his left hand than the left-handed Tua throws with his left hand. And then you've got Sammy Watkins going up to Green Bay, and I'm not taking anything away from Aaron Rodgers. He's a great quarterback. but The best n- in the league. There's no need uh, – debatable. There's no need for somebody to go up and just slander one of, without a doubt, a top three quarterback in the league 
Yeah, and you're definitely right with the whole Tua and Tyreek situation. I mean, that's... I, I don't believe that one. The Sammy Watkins one, I am could just be biased, but... Probably. He has won back-to-back MVPs, and he's been on a tear the last two years. Has he won in the playoffs? No, but as for his stats alone and for his performance alone, he has been that top quarterback again like he was in 2011, the early 2010s, right after we went to that Super Bowl. It's I just hope we can get back to a Super Bowl before it's too late. And we're getting to that point. I get you. But, uh, you know, it it just feels disrespectful from a Chiefs fan standpoint of having, without a doubt, a top three quarterback in the league. For sure. And time after time, anyone that leaves here tries to disrespect him and say he isn't what he is, which is one of the best football players in the league, without a doubt. he definitely is. Uh, But anyways, to move away from that, uh, a couple of things that I had from our previous preseason game, since we didn't cover it before, was uh, Jody Fortson looking strong. Looks like he's back to how he was last year. He caught two touchdowns against Washington. Uh, he just looks like he's going to be a good big red zone target for Mahomes. And then uh, Justin Watson, I fully believe that he will make the Chiefs roster as a wide receiver. He just looks like he's understanding the playbook. He's got some chemistry with Mahomes. And they had a a nice big play against Washington. Mahomes found him out in the middle of the field, no one around him. He made a good catch and picked up a pretty good first down there. Was it that good even though it was against the Commandos? Oh, yeah. We we love even beating up on the commodes. Uh, Carlos Dunlap. So... I know I've talked about him and how we brought him in to help out the defensive line. We haven't seen him in preseason action yet. We've barely seen him in practice. Finally find out why. Uh, It comes out that Carlos Dunlap is battling an Achilles injury. It hasn't snapped or anything, but says that he's having some Achilles pain. And I agree with the report that I saw on it. I would much rather hear that a player has been abducted by aliens than him battling an Achilles injury. Yeah. It's without a doubt one of the scariest things to hear from somebody that you're looking to see production out of. And that seems to be kind of a reoccurring trend in Kansas City over the last few years. Yep, you had Chris Conley snap one mid-game. Eric Berry had the problem with it twice. Uh, I know we had another defender have that issue... I want to say it was Justin Houston, but I'm not 100% sure on that. I know we had another defender that had an Achilles injury. Sounds right. I'm not sure if it's the Chiefs training program or if we just have real bad luck with picking guys that have weak Achilles. That could be. One of those two things is happening. But it's bad luck and you hate to see it. I really don't. uh, I, I hope that he can make a full recovery on whatever injury it is on his Achilles and... We get to see him hopefully by week two or week three, and he makes a major improvement for our defensive line. Uh, moving over to the entirety of the NFL, have you seen the Thursday night football announcer crew? Uh, actually, up until uh, about 30 minutes ago, no, I had not. 
So we've got Tony Gonzalez, Richard Sherman, Ryan Fitztragic, Magic Patrick, <coughs> and Carissa Thompson all on the call. If I had to take a wild guess, Carissa Thompson's going to be down on the field. Yep, field for reporter. Sure. But uh, to have Tony G, Ryan Fitzpatrick, and Richard Sherman calling games, you've got a quarterback, a journeyman quarterback who played for what uh, twelve different teams in the NFL. Something around there. He, so he knows what he's doing. He's going to know what he's talking about. You've got one of the best cornerbacks to play in his era in Richard Sherman and one of the best tight ends to play of all time, Tony Gonzalez. You're going to have a lot of guys that are going to know what they're talking about and they're going to be able to break down the games really well. Yeah, I think they'll definitely be interesting to listen to. Unlike uh, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman crew. Oh, don't get me started on Joe Buck or Troy Aikman. That's all right. Mahomes already has 33% of Troy Aikman's Super Bowl wins. What's up, Troy Aikman? So, what do you, how are we feeling about Aaron Donald? Aaron Donald is a scary human. So, joint practice, like you say, what do you love to see? You love to see your scuffles. But uh, this... Love a good brouhaha. I, I don't think there should be... Don't take this out of context i don't think there should be a suspension but that was a little overboard for sure i mean maybe just a touch you had miles garrett a few years ago whooping on mason rudolph with a single helmet and then you have one of arguably the best defenders of all time in a just a large human swinging two helmets my man was dual wielding the weapons he was ready i mean that's assault with a deadly weapon when you got helmets and Aaron Donald's hands and I seen a picture the other night where he swung and hit another helmet and the Cincinnati helmet was nearly flat he swung it so hard almost folded it in half he's a powerful man the guy can move whatever offensive lineman you put in front of him I would bet he could probably crack a helmet in half given enough time yeah that's not not out of the question at all so Tyreek Hill, as I said earlier, yet again in the media, trying to talk trash on Patrick Mahomes, the Chiefs, any given chance he gets. Our latest quote we have from him is, uh, we'll, we'll just start the quote here. It says, and a lot of guys, when they get paid, they stop wanting to get better. And I feel like when the Kansas City Chiefs traded me, I kind of took that personal. So now what really motivates me is I feel like they basically just threw me to the side like I was trash or something. So, you're going to tell me that the team that took a chance on drafting you out of college when no one else wanted to, and the team that stood by you through more allegations and then proceeded to give you $53 million as soon as those allegations were clear, and the team that offered you $1 million less than the Miami Dolphins, just stay with. They, they just threw you out. They didn't want you anymore. You were trash to them. Yeah, $1 million less to stay with Patrick Mahomes. That seems, seems like, like a an good easy business deal to me. Seems like an easy trade-off. Yeah. You already got enough millions. You can keep playing for Super Bowls and play with one of the best quarterbacks in the league, or you can take $1 million more and finish your career in Miami doing nothing. Yeah. Because um, when it all started this offseason... Devonte Adams kind of jumped on the train too and was doing the same thing said another thing the whole hall of fame playing with 
moving from one Hall of Fame quarterback to another, and then uh, Aaron Rodgers clapped back that next week at training camp, said it's hard moving from Devontae Adams to Alan Lazard, a Hall of Famer to Hall of Famer. And since then, um, Devontae Adams has only come out with positive comments towards Aaron Rodgers. Uh, just the other day said he thinks he's the best quarterback to have played the game. He has that MJ effect. End quote. It's crazy how quick they like to change their minds whenever somebody comes back at them, right? Maybe Patrick Mahomes just needs to speak up. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think that's in Mahomes' blood. He's more of a humble guy, and he's just going to brush the comments off, and he's going to let his play prove it for him. He's still young, too. I think he'll uh, he'll do better and let his play without Tyreek shut up Tyreek and everyone that thinks that he'll fall off a cliff without him. Not going to happen. So another thing around the NFL news that you're so excited to hear, Tom Brady's back. There was a brief thing I seen just after recording our last episode that there was actually a small chance Tom Brady didn't come back at all from his little hiatus. But he is back, and when asked why he was gone for so long, he responded, I'm 45 years old, man. There's a lot of shit going on. Which I get, but then, you know, if you're 45 and there's that much going on, you can retire. You do have a uh, big contract waiting for you on the other side of football to just go be a commentator, and I bet you that would cure a lot of the shit going on in his life. Yeah, we, we know that he's already won seven rings. We're probably not going to see that again in our lifetime. At least it's unlikely. Um, and he's got all the records. Yes, it's because he's played for this long. But, I mean, longevity gives you those records. So, there's something for that as well. Another thing, we had our fantasy draft last night. How'd you feel about it? I felt pretty good about my my side of the draft. Uh, you know, the, the ESPN fantasy uh, gurus have decided that our fantasy drafts between the two of us, well, we just didn't do real well. It's a 10-man league. Uh, you're projected to finish 10th. Hot I'm garbage. to finish 8th. So uh, either we're just really bad at knowing who players are or the ESPN projections are way off. And they've been known for being off. They don't. Honestly, when you look at ESPN's rankings, a lot of times, in that sense, they go off of the name more than what's actually happening, how they're doing to start the year, stuff like that. And I so don't know about you, but I, last year, did have a, a very similar instance where ESPN projected me to finish last in the league, and I ended up on the top of the league winning it all. Yep. Plain and simple. It's the the projections can obviously be very wrong. Oh yeah, and it can happen. I mean I had another league that I was in, wasn't the same one last year, but after the draft I was projected two, I finished eighth out of ten. I mean it happens. It's, injuries. Yeah. And injuries you got players that are looking really good, so you're trying to trade for them, trade for them, and all of a sudden they just fall off cliff. Happens to me every time I trade for somebody. Yeah. Um, we had uh, a little bit of news of Shaq Griffin retiring. That was uh, 
not surprising really, but what was surprising is the fact that he made it to the NFL as it is. Was able to play four professional seasons. Yep, absolutely with one hand, even though uh, you can use that other hand to intercept a ball in Madden. (laughs) Madden never perfected that bug. They never worked that one out. That's okay, though. We love to see those things. Makes for a good laugh. Um, We have uh, Tyrone Smith getting injured down in Dallas. It's not good. He is going to be out for some time. And it's not huge news for really what we're interested in, but it's a big player to go down. And another thing that made it interesting was the phone's been ringing for Andrew Whitworth to come back after having that glorious ride off into the sunset, Walter Payton man of the year, Super Bowl against his former team. I mean, he you couldn't ask to write off a career much better than that. I, I don't think he'll think, stay retired. Yeah. That he might answer, but it's not gonna get anywhere. Um, the Cowboys are just gonna have to deal without one of their best offensive linemen and the Cowboys are gonna have to do what they do every year and choke first round of the playoffs and let down their fans. Des dropped it. Des dropped it. Um, so with preseason finally coming to a close, who do you have as your most likely rookie quarterback to start the soonest? I've seen some pretty good things out of Malik Willis there in Tennessee. Uh, it looks like he's kind of a dual threat, you know, like Mahomes, Allen, Lamar, all of these new age quarterbacks. And to me, it looks like he's definitely got the edge over Ryan Tannehill. Tannehill's always just kind of been a, to me, a journeyman. He's had a couple splashes of middle of the line quarterback. He's had a couple flashes of being a good quarterback, but it always seems that when they need him the most and it comes down to quarterback versus quarterback, he's going to lose in the shootout. Yeah, he's good enough to win. He's not good enough to take you very far. Who do you got on that front? Well, I want to touch on your Malik Willis a little bit first. Because, yes, he is more that dual threat. And someone that I really see in him is like Cam Newton. When Cam Newton started out, he's heavier, fast, and he can throw the ball a long ways. He might not be the most accurate guy out there, but I was watching his combine. And that guy can chuck a football. And he's out there having fun. So, yes, I believe that's a very good possibility that we could see that sometime this season. However, I would probably go with Kenny Pickett for the simple reason of who's in front of him. Trubisky's going to have a lot shorter leash than Ryan Tannehill will. Trubisky looks like he's going to go and win that starting QB job, at least for week one. He had a good preseason finale. Uh, Kenny Pickett looked really good in week two of the preseason. I just think them drafting him where they did and Trubisky's track record, he's going to have a shorter leash. So I could see that happening first. For sure. Something else. um, Top 20 is uh, going on tonight in the NFL, the final countdown of the top 100. Who do you think is number one? Well, if I had to take a wild guess, it's a I'm gonna say it's a toss up. Either it's gonna be Aaron Rodgers or Aaron Donald is once again going to be voted the number one player in the league by the t- by 
his league mates. And I think that's just going to be hilarious when that happens right after he has once again shown the, his violence on the field, not in a good way. Yeah, and he has shown that violence multiple times. It just usually gets kind of thrown to the side. I don't know if it's because he's one of those big superstars. They just try and keep it a little quieter because they're not necessarily terrible things. I remember he uh, gave a chokehold to uh, Packers offensive lineman in the playoffs last year. So In the back of his helmet said, stop hate. My, that was It's my favorite Aaron Donald picture. And to uh, correct myself, not in the playoffs. It was in the late season when we had that good battle on Sunday night. Um, yeah, I would agree. I think it's going to be Aaron Rodgers or Aaron Donald. At least I hope so. That's the only person I can see that makes sense to put ahead of Aaron Rodgers right now after coming off of back coming off of back-to-back MVPs. Aaron Donald's probably going to be... Now they do vote on... Uh, the top 100 during the season, so they don't know who wins MVP and things like that. You do have to take that into account. That's true, but still came off of the one MVP, was headed towards another one. Um, but Aaron Donald will probably go down as at least a top three defender of all time. He's the man on the defensive line. He's up there, Reggie White, Lawrence Taylor, those guys. That's where his name will be. He's phenomenal. But it'll def I agree, I think it'll be one of the errands, and that's what makes sense. And we have saved this, because this is kind of a more sensitive topic with uh Matariza. Yeah. So, you want to tell the story, or you want to let me do it? I will let you have the honors. So, it was Thursday, just before the Chiefs-Packers game, that we got the ESPN update about it. Uh, They sent out a story that Matt Ariza, the newly drafted punter for the Bills, has a has a legal case against him and two other former San Diego State players for gang-raping a 17-year-old while they were in college. And not a big fan of guilty until proven innocent, but it really doesn't look good for him, especially because he's already admitted to having sex with the girl while she was a minor. Yeah, it's definitely not good. And uh, I know on the Deshaun Watson thing, we kind of had differing opinions as far as suspension. We knew we were both on the same side as it. It was definitely wrong. But this one is a whole nother level. This is a lot deeper. You're talking about a minor here. Um, and to come from someone who was supposed to be, for quote, punt god. He was supposed to be one of the best punters to come into the league out of college. And it, it's over. Like, there's no coming back. This is it for him. It's not like Deshaun Watson. He do, He's not getting another chance. This is it. He ended, his, he ended his NFL career long before it started. Yeah. And it's unfortunate, but he did it to himself. Yep. Play it, stupid games, win stupid prizes. Yeah. It just doesn't work like that. Did you see what Josh Allen was? Yeah, that, was, that pissed me off. How you drop? 13. 13 seconds. 
Nailed it. I want to. I want to say something about that. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, so, to get off of this Matariza Downer topic, he fucked up his life. That's his problem. Uh, we did just see from the top twenty, Josh Allen ranked number thirteen by his peers. Little did they know that that would come back, and now Josh Allen is even more forever labeled with 13 seconds how you feel about that so i don't agree that he dropped like that he shouldn't have he took his team deeper into the playoffs um once again though they do vote on this during the season so they didn't know any of this going into voting you're right but even coming off of the year he had before that he was in the mvp talks last year he was on his way to be back in those mvp talks i just don't understand how he fell so hard like that um his peers just didn't believe in him another one i just got a notification for um aaron Rodgers. what what did he end up at ended up at three after we just said he should be battling for one or two so but that's where we're at it's at number three he is the latest to be announced um yeah he gets number three which whatever that's I mean, we're just here talking about them, right? We're nobodies when it comes to that kind of stuff. But it's unfortunately, all right. we don't get a vote in the NFL Top 100. Boy, would I like to have a vote in that, though. That would be nice. Um, one more thing I'd like to ask you about. Let's go. Since we're about to start the regular season now, let's get some Super Bowl predictions. Honest picks. Oh, honest picks. We're not just gonna go ahead and pick to play each other in the Super Bowl. No, we can't do that every year. Uh, so let's. What do you got for AFC Championship? Well, the AFC Championship, I I know full well that the uh, Chiefs can't host every year, but I do think they will go to their fifth AFC Championship. However, I do see this year them going to Buffalo. Well, and, that's good because we're on the same page there. And I uh, I don't know that it'll end the same way, but I do think it'll be another thriller of a game. Obviously, I'm going to pick the Chiefs to win it, whether it'll be in overtime or not. If it is in overtime, I at this point, I honestly hope it's in overtime, just so the Bills get fucked on their own rules of changing the overtime rules. Sorry, but I hope Buffalo wins. I know you do. You just can't root for my Chiefs. It's They're okay. my AFC team. Well, we, we know good and well that the Chiefs will beat Buffalo again in the playoffs because Josh Allen just can't find a way. Uh, in the NFC, who you got in the NFC title game? I think Green Bay will make it back yet again. I know I say that like I do every year, but... Uh, you I, haven't been wrong. They've just been losing it a lot. I very well believe that they can make it back there with the defense we have. Very excited to see that. Defense wins championships. You hear that all the time. Hopefully it rings true because uh, Rodgers needs one more. On the other side of the ball... It's a tough one between the Rams and the Buccaneers, but I think it will more than likely be the Buccaneers. That's where you're wrong. It's the Rams. And the Rams are good, but I think Tom Brady and his Bucks are going to get one more run. And you know how I am. I kind of, uh, I kind of believe that the money has a little bit of say when it comes to playoff time, and uh, I think they'd rather see a Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers NFC Championship again versus a. Aaron Rodgers, Stafford, even though that's still a very good possibility that it's Packers and Rams. 
And that's okay too, as long as Packers make it. But I do think it'll be Packers and Bucks with, uh, well, what do you got for the NFC? I'll give you Packers, but like I said, I think it's going to be the Rams. And the Rams, I think they're trying to adopt what the Chiefs did after they won the Super Bowl. Keep that same core together as much as you can. And go out and and spend a bunch of money and have all these players. Try and run it back. And that's what they did. They're going to try and run it back. And I think they're going to do the exact same thing the Chiefs did. I think they're going to make it back to the Super Bowl. And it is not going to be pretty when they get there. Mm -mm -mm. You're going to have Rodgers losing another NFC championship? I'm going to have Rodgers losing yet another NFC championship and holding on to that one Super Bowl that he's been to. And you can keep saying that he's undefeated in Super Bowls, but, you know, one for one's great. My quarterback's at least been to two of them already. Rodgers should get that second one. Hopefully he goes two for two. So, you have the Chiefs and the Rams making it. And, of course, I'm taking the Chiefs to win it. I mean, we had a heck of a thriller to watch a few years ago between those two teams. They had a different quarterback at the time. I'll take another shootout with the Rams. That was a very fun game to watch. And uh, we have kind of the opposite. I got Green Bay and Buffalo going. I think that would be a phenomenal game. It would be against the Chiefs also. I mean, we'd finally get what we want. But I see the Buffalo making it this year. They just I feel like they're the best team. If we have to wait for the first Mahomes-Rogers meeting to be in the Super Bowl, I sure wouldn't be mad about it. No, and if that happens, we're going to need to uh, figure something out because I wouldn't like to miss that game. I'll sell a kidney. There's a lot of things we can sell. And you know what you were saying, kidney? I thought you were going to make it shorter. I thought you were going to say kid. No, no, I can't sell him yet. we got to wait for the second Super Bowl that they play each other. (laughs) Now we're reaching. Well, another week down. Next time we record, we'll be knocking on the door to the NFL regular season. Let's go. Are we excited? We get actual football that actually means something. We're not going to be watching fifth and sixth sixth stringers play anymore. Finally get to see the back-to-back MVP throw football again. Yeah, we'll see if he can go three for three, huh? Hey, someone's got to tie Peyton Manning. Yeah, we'll see if he does. Well... We'd like to once again say thank you to our sponsor, Patriot Customs, for anything you might need. He can do laser engraving. He can do custom shirts, custom koozies, uh, 3D printing, whatever you may need. Uh, Also, we'd like to let you guys know that along with our Gmail account, which is cheeseinarrows22 at gmail.com, we also have a Twitter and an Instagram. The handles for both of those are cheese the letter n arrows you can find us on twitter and instagram that way we also have a facebook page cheeseheads and arrowheads so join us on there you guys can throw your takes at us just like you can on gmail we'll give you a shout out on the show and we can talk about how hot or cold your takes are until then we'll see you next week we out of here we out Yum, 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 yum. For fuck's sake.